Damn it, lads. I don't need to do any of the technical we, aspect. We, we, we were just... Oh, is, are we... I just are we on? We're, we're live, lads. Aye, so... Whoa, whoa. Welcome to the, the Let's Get Ready to Mumble podcast. Ryan Gallagher, Blaine McConnell, COVID kid, Sean Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> Miraculous recovery. Well, we hope not. COVID yesterday. <laughs> oh, uh, good today. <laughs> Smiling bright again. How we doing, lads? All right? Good, good, All good. Yeah. All good. Buzzing for Saturday. Can't wait. Oh, thank fuck you jumped in there. <laughs> uh, I'm ready to go, lads. I'm ready to go on this one. This is one that I've been waiting for for a long time. So this is why. How who's Celtic playing? <laughs> I think I gave up half two months ago. And Rangers just to keep everybody happy. Sean, oh, I forgot to show you this. I know nobody can see it. But... Oh, nice. Is it nice? It's uh, a sponsor of the show, Proper 12. I'm just showing the boys that. Proper 12. Cheers, Connor. Is it nicer? It's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> good good for Instagram. But, uh, 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 promotion, isn't it? So, uh, take it, you all watch the press conferences and everything today, eh? The way ends. Me and Blame are watching it, waiting on you coming in. I, we managed to research it before we actually came on, so we knew what we were talking about. A bit of backstory here. Uh, me and Blaine started started this Zoom call, what, 58 minutes ago? And Sean, <laughs> Sean, Sean uh, joined us, what? I was doing my hair. Yeah. I was doing my hair. Yeah, you're, you're using the, the dial-up internet for 96, aren't you? So... <laughs> well, we're all good to go now, boys. Let's not dwell on the past too long. <laughs> If there's, if there's anybody listening who does uh, Zoom tutorials, could you please give Sean Boyle a call? Yeah, give me some help. Eh? Tell me what I'm doing. Hopeless. So, big fight coming up this weekend. Aye, this is the one. This is the one I can't wait for. Sean, let, let us have it. I know you've been itching to get out here. I just think everybody's, and I don't know if it's me just looking at it from an outside-in perspective and looking at it from this side of the water. Americans don't seem to... One, either like him, he's a bit like Marmite, isn't he? You either love him or you hate him, Conor McGregor. But the Americans don't seem to be giving him any chance and in the same regard they're giving Poirier the chance because Poirier's improved so much over the last six years because well, McGregor hasn't fought in so is, many years. That is one thing that's annoyed me about this. Uh, it's it's, a, it's annoyed me as well. It's, it's a different Poirier. It's a different weight class and he's done this and he's done this, but it's a different weight class for McGregor as well, who's yeah. also won the, the title in that division. So mm-hmm. I don't think that's a very good backstory to build the fight on. It's just, it's an improved fighter versus an improved fighter. And I was happy to see McGregor come out and kind of defend himself a wee bit there. As much as I really liked the aspect the day that it was dead, there was no malice intended. There was a, mm. It was all respect but, and uh, you could go on about... Pa- I, it was like... Pally, well, I was like, like no, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. I think that's another that's another form of mental warfare though for Conor McGregor, and I think he's more used to that. Aye, aye, he's more used to that than that. Might sound strange saying that about Conor McGregor, but he he as an Irishman, he'll be used to that. It's just banner to him. It's just it's leading up to a fight. Whereas Dustin Poirier wears his hat on his sleeve and buys into a lot of what McGregor's saying and. You could even see it the day I thought that when McGregor was being nice to him, Poirier was kind of, he just had a wee smile on his face, but his shoulders were still up stiff. And you just kind of look, it just might still be getting through to Poirier. 
the mental aspect, and I think for McGregor's been quite smart about I don't, that. I don't know. I don't even think it is that, actually. I think it's more... When McGregor was in younger, younger days, he had to make a name for himself. He had to be controversial. He had to say things that caught on to get all his audience. Now, he doesn't even really need to make the effort to sell a fight because it's him. And I think yeah. now, like that, if you look at like even in like the boxing circles as well, when you've seen like the last couple of fights that like Floyd Mayweather had, it's fucking hard to say anything, really. No, that, that, it was that, just the trash talk because, mm-hmm. because they, they're involved in that many other businesses that. They can't be seen, like, talking yeah. shite on the tail. Not even that. I think maybe even just the fact that they're older as well, the two of them have kind of touched on it a wee bit, haven't they? Like I said, that both of them are now fathers. Like, they're both more mature in, in their years. And as you said, Blade, the two of them were just sort of young kids almost, like, trying to make a name for themselves when that's in the sport when that fight was happening. Was it? So I don't think it changes anything. I don't think it, it makes McGregor any weaker. The way he's maybe been hinted at in some aspects, like they've been saying, well, McGregor's not got the crowd and he's not got the malice, and he didn't have it for Cowboy. He didn't need that against Cowboy, did he? He won't take 40 seconds to get him out. So I think the, the first 90 seconds of this fight are so important, are so key for Poirier if he's going to get through and get into the third and fourths, maybe even championship rounds, and he has to get out the first 90 seconds, I feel. I know we'll get into like predictions and all that in a bit, but one thing I noticed just even watching, uh, there was like a clip the UFC's done and it's about like timeline from like their fight to now both fighters journeys it's quite a good kind of like eight minute segment but see the biggest thing that I noticed out of the highlights we all know that McGregor's like a stylish fighter and like how he every kind of punches accuracy and all that see when you look at Pori Pori just as a scrapper tough yeah. as they come but see stylistically you look at that and I thought there's Although both have improved, there's still levels to improvement. You look at McGregor to that. McGregor's, even though he's maybe he has been inactive, you can still see by even the way he looks versus the way how he looked against Khabib. He looks fat and he looks like hungry for it. Poirier, and Poirier's never in a bad fight, is he? Really? Like, no. Like, that, that fight for me, that was probably up there with fight of the year. Versus okay. Dan Hooker. Yeah. Then he had his fight against Max Holloway. That was amazing. His fight against Gagey was amazing. His fight against Alvarez was amazing. Uh, and then I really like Poirier. But see on those fights, Gal. Sorry, Sean. See damage, just man. see uh, see all those all those fights you've just mentioned. The one common thread with all of them was the big wars. The only wars uh, that McGregor's been in has been Diaz and Chad Mendes. I don't uh, think Khabib was a war. He was in that even fight. Like Chad Mendes was a, mo- a war, man. Like, he had him on the floor. No, he flo- I, I thought McGregor would get pretty smoked that fight. And, it wasn't and a war. Mendes in the sense just, two of them <laughs> stood and threw hands. Like, if you see, if you see like the damage McGregor took, yeah. took a bit of damage. Yeah. But whereas I think Pori, like that hooker fight you're talking about, that was a, that was a fucking proper Pori war. Pori was, but, was out he, in the second round of that uh, hooker fight. Pori was knocked out, and then. Uh, just ran out of time, but he, he said that after the fight, he was like, "I was, I was out, I was gone." And then he came that's back the that's the problem. I think I think a lot of these guys, and it maybe it is biased towards McGregor. I think in the top ten in that division, in the lightweight division, they're all capable of getting in a brawl. What probably I say, Khabib, he's probably not going to be looking for a brawl, and obviously McGregor. I don't think McGregor's. Not that he's not interested. I just don't think uh, there's too many fighters in that division that are capable of taking his shots. 
And it, it just doesn't get to a brawl. I, I love McGregor as well, but you know, the one guy I don't see in him being able to go with is Oliveira. It's a dangerous fight. I, uh, I, I said he's last I week. But... He might be the, the best for him, man. Even Khabib, he's... he's dangerous for Khabib as well, eh? Uh, what, do, what can that guy know, day? And it's very tricky for McGregor, that. If that was, I think it's say, a dangerous say that fight. that was a fight for the title, McGregor versus Oliveira. Uh, if you were to uh, side with the BT Sport guys in the press conference today, one of them actually said to McGregor, said to all of the four of them, this is what we're thinking, we want to do this tournament, and McGregor's given it fucking right, I'm all in. So if you were to go with that, he would be fighting Oliver next. What um what's your what's your both of your predictions for this fight though? For McGregor? First round knockout, I think. I think if it doesn't go past the f- if if it uh, I, I struggle to see past the first ninety seconds. That, I think he's is, just gonna come I, out and do I, the same. I don't think that's a knock on Poirier or anything. Like I just nah. I just think it's five minutes, you know what I mean? Five minutes of, mm. is a lot of fucking You need to be able to take it. And Poirier's proved he's got a chin, but he's proved also that he's not he can't handle McGregor's shots. And as we said before, it wasn't even a clean a clean punch, it was behind the ear. And if he if he can't withstand that, then what's he gonna be like taking one square on in the chin? But McGregor's only I think like, it... like I mean Chad Mendes got him out of the first round, right? Into the second. Diaz obviously got him out of the first round, and Khabib got him out of the first round. Everyone else, I think, has pretty much been first round, isn't it? Any, anybody McGregor's fought has been first round, really. I mean, Eddie Alvarez probably could have been stopped in the first I, round. Uh, Chad Mendes was the saying, that's the one, yeah, the other one I can think of was the saying. Three times he's been out of the first round, man. And he said I, uh, that himself. He said he's frustrated that he's not getting the competition and he can't get the minutes in. And that's what I, f- I feel is just down to who he's up against. They're just I, not taking his shots. I can think of one example, and this is a pure uh, total... What do you call? What's the phrase I'm looking for here? Like, not the norm for this to happen. But somebody wins so convincingly in the first fight, and then they get beat in the second fight. It, you, it ne- almost never happens. I can think of one example, and it's Stipe Miocic beating Cormier mm. in the second fight. It's I, the only I was example. Sh- somebody gets beat quite convincingly. Well, I wouldn't even say. Was it convincingly? No, it was fucking a. Winning that first round. It's a good punch, wasn't it? He got knocked out in the first fight and then won the next two. I don't. It can happen. It it can. I think the only other one, the only other one I can think about was like this is way way back was maybe Randy Couture (laughs) and Chuck Liddell. I think Randy Couture won the first fight and then Chuck Liddell won the second. The name was stuck, but but that was different different era. But I would say like the. the only other kind of rematches that spring to mind was like Matt Serra versus like GSP. GSP beat Matt Who Serra won that was... first? Did Serra yeah, beat him first? M- 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 have you never seen the knockout for it? I've seen them, but I just I couldn't uh, place them in order. It's crazy. He just like Can't GSP just bounces <laughs> off the octagon basically. It stumbles <laughs> everywhere. I have seen uh, it. I've just not. I can't place what was the first second and third fight in that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I, have, I have seen it. I have seen it. Half silly, right? Don't be so silly. Come on. Uh, oh, that used, one. Uh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, I, I don't know. I think, uh, like you say, there's no many examples, but of like, especially psychologically, he'd already been beat after the guy in what was the first fight? Was it long? Um, 
I I just think it's I think he'll do him in the first, but I don't see it being like his ninety second is what McGregor. So have none of us given Poirier a chance then? And it's known that I, I like Poirier. I I think he's a great fighter. I don't know. I just don't. I don't see him. Don't see it. No. I think there's no. only a couple of guys. As you see, Khabib's obviously one of them. And for me, the only other one that causes McGregor problems is uh, Charles Oliveira. Did you see Dan Hooker talking about Charles Oliveira? No. Uh, he was not talking about how press conference. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't asked too many questions. Dan Hooker and Chandler. It was more for Ian McGregor, obviously. But uh, they were just asking him why he wanted to take on the fight against Chandler, um, and he was basically saying about all the other guys that are ranked in and around him just didn't want to threaten their position, didn't want to threaten their ranking mm-hmm. by fighting this guy because he's an unseeded, relatively unknown as much as they'll all know about him, but. He's not been tested in the UFC, so and then he started talking about how Oliveira uh, struggles to cut weight, and mm-hmm. now the fact that I'm going on with this story, I can't remember the punchline, but basically <laughs> just <laughs> Go <laughs> basically the Charles Oliveira is a bit yeah pushing when it comes to the the weight cutting. Well, he's a, he's huge, isn't he, for the weight? But he used to fight at one forty five. He used to. Uh, down to the weight below, and since he moved up, I think he's nine in a row. I mean, he's, he's sort of came out of, out of nowhere, Oliver. I think he's, he wasn't really on the radar last year, and then 2020 was a big year for him. Uh, well, I mean, he's eight, eight or nine in a row at mm-hmm. uh, 155, so he, he has been there, you know what I mean? But And he's impressed, Kibbe, if you're. That's what apparently the rumours were that he was the one that it was impressed. What is all this shite about? Uh, by the way? It's like, as I said to you earlier, I kind of wanted to go on a wee rant about Kibbe, but we can, we can get into that. I just think he's. Oh, see that. Well, what McGregor was talking about today, I think he's quite valid in the fact that everybody wants to see that fight. Right, remember, nobody knows what you're talking about. Right, uh, you, you've had a conversation with yourself. <laughs> And then you started talking. We don't know when. We, we haven't this... even seen what you're talking about. <laughs> For the listeners, this hasn't been edited yet. Is this, so a, phone, I... is this a phone call you had the other day? This is a life in the day of Royal 24-7. I know it wasn't a Zoom chat. I know that. <laughs> Basically, McGregor was talking about, he was asked the question if he ever thinks uh, Khabib's going to be coming back. And whether this was the day or it's been the last couple of days, he was basically saying about how if there's a fight there to be taking place, which everybody wants to see, and Khabib is so confident which I don't think Andy's really touched on. If Khabib is so confident that he can beat everybody and McGregor's a nobody, then why is he not coming back and fighting? Is it just purely down to a, a thing he's got with his religion or his family or whatever it is the, for the, the, the decision being made? Is that a family-orientated decision? And he's going to stick by that? Or is he going to scurry away from the, the real king? The real fucking lightweight champion? The real 115 champ champ? <laughs> Proper 12. <laughs> but to be fair, I suppose it's again, it's me. Obviously, this is me being biased. I'm not going to shy away from it, but McGregor's a proper fighter as well. I'm not too keen on sitting watching uh, him take somebody down for 25 minutes and just stifle him for 25 no, minutes. It's boring, but it's... it's, uh... it's, it's a, I'm, I'm impressed aye, by aye, it. It's an art. Uh, I don't know what the word is. It's... It's, it's, I mean, it's, aye, it's, not, it's not exactly exciting to watch, but it, it's cool the way he does it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. good the way he does it, but does it make for great viewing? Probably not. But 
Yeah. But then you would have to talk about maybe not putting wrestlers in the UFC then because. No, I'm not saying I you've... didn't enjoy. I, I I do like I like watching it. I like when the wrestlers yeah. scramble on the deck, man. Like especially the weird guys because they're fucking. They're like a couple of crabs the way they're pinging about the. See, we I mean we spoke about it a couple of months ago when Khabib fought the, the last time, but the whole putting Khabib on a pedestal considering who he's fought, I still find it baffling. Like, yeah. I I still think he's. To, to be finishing it, I think McGregor might have even said this as well. To be finishing it that number and then not have even fought the best in that crop, no way. Like, see, no matter what MD thinks of John Jones, John Jones still beat fighters. I respect of uh, what people have got to say about performance enhancing that. Still fought difficult fights. <laughs> like, and they, they, they still won. <laughs> but but he's still done it. Whereas Khabib. McGregor, uh, Pori, Geishi. Yeah. And Who look else? at the amount of times that Khabib was pulled out. Five times against Tony Ferguson. Five well, times that fight was meant to take place. There's your first example, straight away. I respect to be Ferguson having had uh, his last two fights and all that, and he's not what he was supposed to be. Khabib still never fought him. Both the beating track a wee bit, but talking about people who are held up in high esteem I don't even know if that is what we were talking about in the early <laughs> Tony Ferguson is the number one guy for that why Why is he the pure bogeyman of the division like, who's who's well, he beat really 12 in a row or whatever undefeated and I'm not knocking that I'm, I know what goes into that right but it wasn't like pure name after no. name he was beating Aye. like there was a couple of guys in there like uh, I think it's quite easy in the UFC Ferguson thing man. Can I be honest with you? Do you know why I think uh, Tony Ferguson was highly rated? I'm <laughs> probably going to think I'm talking shit here, but this is my opinion. Well, was Rogan, the whole point, yeah. Who? Joe Rogan overhyped him from day because one. He's, he's mates. He won that. I, I think he swings. He what he says swings like the crowd to what they, he thinks. He's always said he's a cardio machine. He's a freak. He doesn't. He never trained after a really serious injury. Like nobody can compete with him. He he overhyped him completely, and then you saw even uh, Poirier's get a W, as I like to say, in UFC against uh, Geishi and all that. And I I just think Ferguson, Khabib, the guys who like Ian McGregor's and stuff. McGregor's fought legitimate people. Do you know what I mean? McGregor's actually done that part. I don't think Khabib has. I respect if he that last fight, like, that has to get replayed again. It has to. It's, I think it's, it's, it's impossible. There'll be too much money involved. Like, Khabib says he doesn't want to fight, but I think it's... Uh, a bit... Why is he and also, a I... champion, though? What, like, if he's saying, well, I'm, not, I'm not fighting until somebody impresses me. You're, well, you... What's that all about? Like, he's not get... Like, what, what does that even mean? So, like, if there's two shite fights, that's him retired? It's like, yeah. shut up. He's not going to do it could be a gigantic PR uh, thing, oh, and he's really so, good at that. But I mean, it's pretty wrong. I think we've, we've expected him to come out. I'm expecting him to come out. I, I don't just, know about you too. I think they probably would have stripped Khabib if it wasn't for McGregor fighting. I don't think they could have stripped Khabib and then put McGregor straight in a title fight. I think they had to get Aye. a fight in there, see who wins that, see who wins out a hooker, Chandler, and then Oliveira's obviously there as well. <laughs> Gage is kicking about, so I don't think. Nick Diaz. All right, so so let's let's think about it. That's right. So if you've got 
Conor McGregor wins in 90 seconds, right? Completely demolishes him. Is Khabib going to look at that performance and go, I want McGregor now? No. But he's not going to... Why, what? No, but, what no, but he's McGregor saying fights? that. That's what I mean. It's like... What, what, if, if, uh, what if Hooker knocks out Chandler in 90 seconds? Nah. Aye, it's going, it's, going but, to be, it's going to be Hooker McGregor next. But he's... Oliveira, Gagey, maybe. It doesn't make any sense, that whole thing. The UFC's done a great job even building that with the whole meeting and stuff like that that they had and the suspense for that. But I just think that's the biggest lot of shite I've ever heard where he's going to make a decision after watching two fights. I know. I, I think I, like, maybe what is that? we're looking at it from a different perspective, right? Maybe we just don't see that the level he's at, but you're like, oh, Khabib says he might fight again. I don't really care whether Khabib uh, fights same. again or not. Like, I, I'm, I'm no pure... But I think if there's one fight for next year, if there's one fight for either 21 or 22, I would love to see Khabib McGregor again. Like I, I just think that there was so much... Look, McGregor said it himself. I think he said it uh, best. He fought him on his worst and Khabib was at his best. I don't think there's any doubt about that in my mind. But I think, as I said before, looking back at the fight, you could just see it. You could see it in the way he was swaggering out. You could see it in the way he was fighting. But it wasn't fully there and he was probably fucking drunk let's be honest why he was really boozing or fight every, every interview I seen him he was drinking his whiskey and all that and... Yeah. I still think like that week and stuff like his game plan getting in was wrong like co- that uh, coach Cavan and all that spoke about it and said like how he was he was almost watching more what Khabib was doing versus how he could do it which is rare for McGregor and the fact that McGregor even got caught a punch off Khabib who's not even renowned for any stand up says it all really but that has to get rerun like definitely it has to happen and again Khabib can fight Hooker or any of these guys well, and stuff and what about the Coleman would you fancy for that I think that I like that a, a lot I it looks Cooker. a good fight I, I yeah. really like Hooker I think he's yeah. quite an underrated fighter and a major problem for Chandler for his first fight because Chandler me and Blaine were talking about this for a bit before you came on Sean and that void but that I was space you had <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chandler's really small for the weight and Hooker's huge for the weight so I just can't even if, if you know Chandler's the wrestler isn't he I can't see Hooker's too big I just can't he's, see him he's used to wrestlers isn't he Dan Hooker I, can't, I, can't see, I mean he trains with Adesanya and all that he's a great fighter in his own right as well I cannot see him getting Hooker down I think they'll be an upset there have down. you seen Chandler fight I've seen I have not down. Yeah. Is he? Is he, is he? Is he a bit like Chad Mendes? No. That's what uh, I've heard. He's a wee bit like him. Aye. Yeah. Very like. Mendes, is that a good kind of similar? Aye. Because yeah. Mendes, actually, strange enough, actually had decent stand up, uh, but he was renowned for a being a wrestler. But probably better, better. A better version of Mendes. Aye. Right. Because look, looking at his frame and that, he looks like a wrestler before he even. It does anything you can tell, but it's just interesting, like especially that the height difference and probably the weight getting into that fight as well. I, th- I was very shocked at how small he was for that when they did the face off. It was like for that division, Aye, and Hooker, that was Hooker's quite a lot. Six one or something like that. Yeah, he's, uh, he's tall massive. for that division. Very yeah, tall, he's a long, lanky guy, and aye. I think it suits him down to the ground. He said himself today that it suits his style. He he's ain't he's knocking him out. If you yeah. get him down, good luck keeping him there. I, I really like Hooker. Um, I'd actually, I, I hope, well, 
I'd like to see her come in. The only thing I'm disappointed with is that it'll be a, a three-round fight. I'd like to see that over five. Mm. That's an interesting one because that's been a topic of conversation for the last few weeks. Daniel Cormier has been talking about that and well, about no, how... Basically, yeah. Basically, I thought, I thought of that myself, by the way. That wasn't it. <laughs> no, no, not exactly your point. But, but on the three round, five round uh, thing, and he's basically talking about if it's going to be a five round fight, should it only be for championship fights because of the extra work that's going involved into the training and into the bodies of the athletes and the mental aspect that it has on your body, on the physical aspects that it has on your body for the same, fourth same. and fifth rounds. What's he saying? He's, he's basically saying should it only be Championship rounds or championship fights that have a fourth and fifth round, then the rest should all just be three round fights. I think for a there's been a few. Sorry, right, okay, so all main events are five. All main events are mostly five uh, five round fights. I know the co main event this one isn't, but McGregor Poirier is a five round fight. Should it only be a three because it's not a championship? Well, their biggest problem is I don't know if you've seen that. uh, No, I don't. I don't think so either. But did you see that? Did you hear what Dana White said about the the Holloway fight at the weekend? So they done the first broadcast on ABC, and because of the length of the program, they only get away with like like the card actually finishing. So say they done two a co main event five rounds, a main event, and that went five rounds, they would go over their, their run time. So I think it's more to do with like the show than it is. Like let's do five because that would be class. It would be brilliant, mm. but I think it's a lot to do with like ESPN and like that. They can't uh, just go right. This this might go five rounds, so they need to do it because it'd be a good fight. It was also the time. money. Sorry, girl. It was also the money aspect as well. I think the money aspect doesn't change if it's a four round or a, a five round or a three round, does it? <laughs> they get the same amount of money. So why would you want to go into that fourth and fifth round if you don't need to? Oh, that's basically no. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have I've actually forgot <laughs> <laughs> I have to get in there I wasn't quite finished my point <laughs> well I don't know if so, it's valid I don't think I don't agree with it they were just talking about it being... oh, that's what I was going to say uh, <laughs> so it did, but saying the McGregor fight does end in 90 seconds and then you've only had a three rounder for your for your uh, co-main you know what I mean? You could you could have easily had a five round fight there, and then the main event only goes ninety seconds anyway. Do you need to pay the fighters more money then? Well, I because... well it depends what level you're at in it. Like the, the, they they get a show and win, they get paid to show up, they get, they get paid to, to win. Unless you're a caliber a, a McGregor, where you you get paid regardless, and then you get pay per view points. Champions get pay per view points. Uh, elite fighters get pay per view. Points without being champion, um, which is why you won't get any other champions fighting on a Conor McGregor card. Because say this, say this fight does two million buys in pay per view in America, that's fucking record breaking, right? You need to give all the champions pay per view points, so you will only get Conor McGregor fighting on a Conor McGregor fight, there will be no other champions ever fighting on it because they'll mm-hmm. be due pay-per-view points. And if it's if it's a huge pay-per-view, you'll need to give them mega money, which is why mm-hmm. there'll never be another champion. Like, you know how the... I, I think it's the March pay-per-view. There's three title fights on it. Mm-hmm. Is that the... 
Chamsat and But so they'll all get pay per view points for that pay per view. So it'll be they'll get less money because there's more champions fighting on it. Right. So it's a bit of hindrance towards McGregor then as well. No, not a hindrance, but because he gets all the pay per view points. Yeah, true. But if there was another champion on it, he he would be entitled to. I'm probably not making this. Making this no, I, I follow what you're saying. So, so see when it comes to like, uh, this is actually fucking moving on technically. But see McGregor, are they actually saying when he is likely to fight after this? No, no, they discussed it apparently, and that was what that was his meeting with Dana right? I think in the last week that they wanted to know him and John Cameron. I just want to know. They don't want an opponent. They don't really care who it is. They just want to know when. But apparently, mm. that hasn't been discussed yet. So that, I think, was a problem for him last year, just what you were talking about there, Gil. That would have been a problem for McGregor getting on one of the cards then. Well, that was the thing now when the November and December cards all fell apart and finally yeah. ended up fighting twice. Well, they could have got McGregor in, but there was obviously other champions fighting on their cards. And mm-hmm. they, they'll, they'll no do that. They'll no put McGregor on a card with, with another champion because the card will be huge and they'll owe yeah. the other guy, the other two fighters money. I would actually love to just a curveball would <laughs> a, a curveball would be um, probably like Nate Diaz. I'd love to see Diaz back in the mix, and because well, I actually would rather about. pick. I would rather like from a fan point of view, if you had the choice of Khabib v McGregor or Diaz v McGregor, I'd pick Diaz and McGregor every day of the week. No, but you look at the last fight. I think a lot of people forget how amazing that last fight was that they had. And the drama for the first fight, and it's McGregor hit him in the kitchen sink. He's changed his nutrition. He's changed all his stuff. But I think, like, see, from a just a like, you know, it's going to be a good fight, no matter what. You you know, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be um, dogs bollocks. But it'll be interesting to see how like the next couple of months and stuff. Uh, Mark right. out for McGregor, but once he gets through Pori, it'll be interesting. Right, let's. Let's go for this, right? Also fighting on the card, Joanne Calderwood, Jessica I. Good fight. Passing for the old Scottish girl, right? Aye. Right behind her. Yeah, when's Joanne? Coming off a loss. Mojo Jojo. Well, she'll, this is possibly, I don't know what her contract situation is like, but she'll need to obviously get, she'll be aiming for a win in this one because she could be right down the pecking order if she doesn't. Aye, I think she'll win. I think... Uh, you know, she's coming off a loss, but she took that fight. When she, she was she was supposed to get a title shot, the most Scottish thing ever. She was due to get a title shot if she just waited on Shevchenko and then she took a fight and got beat. It's just the most Scottish thing ever, isn't it? It's, it so, takes, I mean, credit to her for taking the fight, but uh, she's probably damaged her chance of a championship. Uh, so I, I win here and she's right back in the mix, though. So, um, she must be buzzing that she's fighting on the Conor McGregor card. Everybody must be buzzing, but she would be buzzing especially now. Lane's gone to it. Uh, looked at flights, everything, but I can't get a test or going. So oh, it's a I was... test, no, a uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, none of that other stuff. Um, I so I'd arrived at qu- I would have arrived on the Saturday at quarter past eleven. The prelims started too, so it's a twelve-minute. A taxi for the airport to the hotel, drop the bags up, go to the event. And there's loads of tickets still available. Incredibly, loads hunt like tickets around two hundred pound mark, three hundred pound, like no that expensive. 
Um, and then it's I you know get back. The, it's like, uh, let's get ready to mumble credentials. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to need to start promoting ourselves, boys. When you get to some of these events, somebody yeah, make us a lanyard. So I, I would have, I, I just, I never even thought there would be tickets available. Otherwise, I'd have, I'd have definitely have done it and just got there some way, shape, or form. But you can't get the test thing because it's. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about it because it bores me. So, um, <laughs> just basically, can he get there? Really I, I know. I was like, oh no, Wait, the numbers didn't get up. <laughs> the numbers didn't get up. But I, I seriously was would have done it. But I, it's just now, can he? Can he do it? Right. it sucks. But putting a putting a free fight uh, accumulator on for the for the fighting Saturday, right? I'm going for Calderwood on points. Who can't buy knockout? And McGregor by knockout. What are you saying? What are you going for? I, I agree with all that. Oh, I don't agree. Right. Oh, no. That doesn't make a great podcast. So what I don't agree with it. I'll go in a front. I think Calder would have won. I see. Pori. <laughs> 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 Just. Pori is going to win. Calder would have won. Pori will get sparked out in the first 90 I, I don't know anything about Chandler Bing, so uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'd kind of like to see Hooker win because I, I do like Hooker, but and I know nothing about Chandler, so I can't really. <laughs> I like that one, but I just think uh, I think the, the hype behind Chandler he's going to bring something maybe that not that we've not seen before, but maybe this hype that's behind him is for a reason. And he's maybe going to step up to the plate. So I think it would be interesting if he was to win because I don't really think it detriments Hooker too much, does it? If he gets beat off Chandler. Whereas if Chandler gets beat off Hooker, what does that do to him? Hooker's sitting at number six. Eddie Alvarez came into the UFC as like a Bellator champion and a one champion, I think. Uh, well, but definitely a Bellator champion. Came in and he lost his first fight against Khabib, maybe. And then he went on and won the title, beat RDA. So it's it's not really in Ben Askren. He was another big one, wasn't he? <laughs> he was he was the biggest one. He was all talk. He was the one that was going to was this amazing wrestler. Nobody was going to touch him. And then he was awful. The one for me that's again don't know much about the guy, but if he's that good, why hasn't he been there sooner? Chandler. I, yeah, well, I thought that as well, but I, I mean, I don't know what the, the reasons for that would have been. He's probably making good money. Doesn't uh, get I think if you're, if you're champion of Bellator, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't watch Bellator, but I'm thinking if you're champion of that, uh, and you, especially in lightweight, especially at that 155, there's so many fights in UFC, that, and there has been for the last three or four years. Yeah. Mm. So I think it's strange that they're always supposed to wait and see on Saturday, but. Are you staying up for it? What time is it here? Six? I was kind of behind that was a, a absolutely man. You have to stay. Up. Well, maybe we don't stay up and watch it. I'm going. I'm definitely. I'm definitely up. getting it. Uh, I'm definitely uh, getting up to watch it. Like, uh, I think I'll get up. But I think I'll go to bed and get up because I think if I try and stay up, I just guess the two three o'clock. <laughs> I don't. I remember seeing the, the Mc, seeing the McGregor last one. The last time I stayed Almost up 20, for one man. was <laughs> McGregor. <laughs> The last one was McGregor v Cowboy, and I literally slept through the entire card and then woke up. Literally, McGregor was walking to the octagon. 
missed the entire thing. Woke up for the hands. I was like, oh. Aye. You two are good at missing big here. things. Aye, I'll aye. never forget Gal missing the, the biggest boxing fight probably in the last 50 years, <laughs> and Gal falls asleep right before the fucking. To be fair, we've been at a wedding all day. Yeah, true. Aye. Burn the candle. I, know. I can't believe they've not got a lot of time left. There's still so much to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Oh, well, just what you were talking about there, you uh, kind of hinted at it there, talking about when Blaine, sorry, when Blaine was talking about Conor McGregor versus Diaz, and you said about how it was at 170. Nobody mm-hmm. gives McGregor any credit for that. That was in the space of like, two months. He went from 145 to 170 and fought Nate Diaz and battered him for the first round. He said more just, at 170 than his... At 155. Uh, I think he looks good at all three. I don't see him ever going down at 145 no, anymore. No, 170, man. I think so. Nah. Usman's a champion. I know. It's a big weight difference, isn't it? Massive. But then again, look what he done to Cowboy. That was 40 seconds. Nobody's done that to Cowboy. Cowboy's not 170 either. Think he's 155, more suited to. Aye. I just think he's capable of getting wins at every division. I don't, as I say, see him going at 145, but I think he'll compete at 170 and 155. It looks as if he's going to go 155 for the next few years. Right, 155ers at 170. Yeah, because that's the well, problem. Uh, they're, you know, they're not cutting any weight or anything like the natural weight. Out of all the, out of all the fights that's left, then if McGregor does get through Poirier, who do you want to see him fight next? The winner, of Hooker Chandler. No, Oliveira. If if, if, if Khabib's out the picture, no, I don't want to see him fight Oliveira. I don't want to see him fight Oliveira either. Oliveira's, Oliveira's, he beats everyone. Do you think so? Aye, aye for me. Aye. I think he beats McGregor. Aye. He's a fucking... His chin's not been tested yet, has he's it? A bad, he's, he's like Figueredo. He's a bad, bad man. He, he, what about... Uh, he get a hoodie and strangle He catches his limbs, doesn't he? You, uh, you leave a limb out there, he'll catch that, it. That armbar he had on Tony Ferguson, man. Uh, he's what about uh, McGregor Usman? I think his gal says that's an easy fight for Usman. Uh, uh, I think he's so much bigger. He's uh, very big. I mean, McGregor uh, Covington... I don't think Covington's a big welterweight. No. McGregor Masvidal. Masvidal. But Masvidal was a one. Well, he was a one fifty-five. Yeah, that, that's that's doable. McGregor Max Holloway. Holloway, aye. I thought that was the greatest thing I've seen the other day. I don't know if you've seen it. Max Holloway was apparently skateboarding by McGregor <laughs> as he was getting interviewed. See if that fight comes, that would be the greatest call out ever. Have you <laughs> ever seen Holloway's new boy kicking a Aye, it's pretty funny. Aye, how are you, aren't they? I got that one right. I know he is. How are you? Have you seen uh, Max Holloway's now fiance? That's just for a different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, what's that? (laughs) That's for the uh, past midnight podcast. We're uh, under a minute, almost the same thing. McGregor's going to knock it off. Off. Yeah, We'll cut it here before we, before we look amateur, right? See you tomorrow night then. Yeah, so what do I do here? Do I just click end? <laughs> <laughs> no, stop, guys. Don't stop, right? All right, lads.